Welcome to King's Place Podcasts. I'm Helen Wallace and I'm joined today by the French pianist Cédric Dibergian, who comes to perform with Aurora Orchestra this September as part of their complete Mozart Piano Concerto series. We're currently in year one of Mozart's Piano, a unique five-year series that takes in every single one of these 27 concertos. And Cédric will be taking on two of the early ones from Mozart's youth, number five and six. They're the first entirely original concertos by the 18-year-old composer, aren't they? And what are the challenges in making them shine? Well, actually, it's quite easy. Both have a very specific uh, character. Um, Those concertos were written for chamber, though. And actually, maybe that's the main uh, challenge. Which is, we we would say, harpsichord. So it's written for something very, very much quieter. Than the stairway. Exactly. So, uh, well, you have to find a specific way to make the piano sound very clear, um, very sharp, of course. But I think, well, it's always my approach when I play, for example, Bach music or the um, the great harpsichordists, French harpsichordists. I always think, okay, I'm using a grand piano, so I will use it with everything it can bring. So I will use pedal, I will, I will use dynamics, I will use a lot of colors because I think, well, it's a fantastic instrument we have today and it can bring a specific and special light to this piece. This piece was actually, as you say, it was a piece of some substance and he even says in a letter to his father, I think, that it was such a favorite in Mannheim. So years later, he was still playing it. Yeah, even after writing maybe more famous concertos, it's quite surprising to see that those, actually the first um, real um, Mozart piano concertos are so little played because they're absolutely extraordinary. And I discovered them again with when Finn and Collins played, the, the, played them in a concert in, in Dublin. I heard this, and I, the, especially the number six, and I was totally amazed by the beauty and the charm of the piece. And I, I really thought, it was about two, three years ago, oh, I really have to play this piece because it should be really much more played and well-known. So, yes, let's talk about number six. How does that differ? Well, the B-flat. First, the key, yes. The key is very different, B-flat, so it's full of charm. There is a lot of, in, in a way, intimacy. Um, I would say it's very full of gallantry and elegance. So it's it's something more, maybe more feminine as well. And it's it's totally charming when you hear all the, the melodic elements, the different themes. They they sound as if it was written ten or fifteen years later. So it's a it's very very special. I well this B flat major concerto. I'm totally in love with it. And this theme of the concert is Grand Tour. And it's all about, I mean, actually, Nanel and Mozart himself would be would have been playing these concertos on tour with, with their father all over Europe. And that's the theme, really, in the programming. Um, we've got a piece here you're going to be playing by Liszt from the Lannée de Pellegrinage, um, Mal du Pays, Homesickness. Does that strike a chord with you? Because you must spend a lot of time on the road. Well, yes, it's definitely a part of my life and it's not the best part of my life. Traveling is, of course, it makes a lot of people dream, but actually it 
it just takes you away from home. And especially when you have a family, it's very difficult. But has it changed over the years for you? Because obviously you've been touring since you were very young. Can you remember it being different? Yeah, at the very beginning, it was very exciting because I was discovering, you know, new places. I was discovering new countries. Uh, the first time I went to, I don't know, to Japan or South America, it was like a, an incredible adventure. And at the time, I had less concerts, so I could take a, a bit of time just to see and to visit, to sightseeing, to just to discover the different cultures. So and let's go back to the list that you're going to be playing. What What's in that particular piece? What, what's, what does that say to you? Well, this this cycle, Les, uh, Les Années de Pèlerinage, uh, is an incredible journey. He was traveling out through Europe, but especially uh, in, in Switzerland. He spent a lot of time there. And at the time, traveling was much more complicated, especially in the mountains. So it took ages to go from a place to another place. It was probably not as comfortable as it is today. And at the beginning of the cycle, you really feel the fascination that this new country brings to to his mind, to his soul. And every piece is, like, um, glorious. You know, it's just presenting this incredible landscape he has in front of him. But slightly it becomes, uh, step by step, it becomes darker and darker. And there is the famous Valley d'Oberman, that is the, the, the core of the, uh, of the piece. And right after this, there is this homesickness. You feel that, well, he reached what he wanted, but now he feels that he should go home. He has seen enough. And in this piece, it's... Um, it's very moving because, in a way, it's not about Switzerland anymore. It's really about himself. So he's uh, not speaking about the country he's uh, visiting. He's really talking about the, his feelings in this country, being very far, far away from home, from friends, family. And it's a very touching piece. Uh, when I performed it, Cycle, I, I performed it many, many times. I think at the end, it was my favourite piece. And of course, the, this concert is going to end with Mendelssohn's Italian Symphony. Can you remember having that moment where you first went to Italy and had that sort of explosion of the senses? Actually, I've been to Italy very early because my dad grew up in Italy. He grew up in Verona. And uh, my sister, she lives in Italy. She uh, she lives in Milano. She's in the uh, Scala de Milano Orchestra. So that's uh, so Italy is uh, a real, um, but there is a real connection with Italy. And I just wanted to talk about one other aspect of your of your itinerant lifestyle is is that you, of course you can't take your piano with you. So you arrive in a hall and often you may you, you well you may not have played there before, and increasingly you probably will have played there before. But I think this is your debut at King's Place, am I right? That's right. And so you will be coming to Hall One not knowing the piano and not knowing the acoustic. What? What? How do you cope with that? How do you deal with that? Well, actually, it's um, very rarely a problem. It can be a problem when the, the instrument is a catastrophe and it, it happened in the past or it's some acoustics where actually you just have to fight all along the concerts with the acoustic. But, but I know King's Place is a great place, a great acoustic. And, uh, you know, discovering new pianos, actually, for, for me, is more a challenge. You know, I... Um, when I perform, I, I really love 
the feeling of finding the inspiration on the spot. And the, the piano uh, takes part in, in this process. Well, I know that Aurora are very, very much looking forward to working with you, and we're certainly looking forward to this concert very much. So thank you, Cedric Tibergian. Cedric will be playing with Aurora Orchestra on the 17th of September, and tickets are available online at kingsplace.co.uk.